0: Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture, media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Bet Matt. Matt, what should people do?
1: Uh, okay, I've done checking the news. Uh, like, subscribe, <laughs> and tell a friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had my intro down perfectly. Yep. I was
1: flawless with that. You were great. You ruined it.
0: Yep. It's okay, I've been ruining things. it for like the past three weeks. Exactly,
1: so I feel, I feel entitled to, to ruin it in return.
0: Yep. Two wrongs make a right. Yeah, there Only we go. In podcast land. Three rights make a left.
1: This is true. Also, very useful for city driving. That's fairly. (laughs)
0: That's a fairly odd or fairly odd parent, fairly odd parents uh, reference. Uh, Yeah, like two wrongs don't make a right, but three rights, three rights. Fuck, three rights make a left. and Now it's time for the show. And then he like, it's.
1: Never mind. I was gonna give you credit for coming up with the joke yourself. No, (laughs) I will not.
0: I don't take credit for humor. I'm not funny. That's true. I'm the I'm the not funny half. Of this unfunny podcast. Right. And you're the other not funny half. Exactly. And it's just a not funny hole. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know what else is a not funny hole? This joke? Twitter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong. This joke is definitely a not funny hole that we've dug ourselves into. Exactly. <laughs> no, but we're on Twitter. Uh,
1: just pod at Twitter.com.
0: Yep. I tweeted some things. Oh, okay. I can't remember what they were.
1: I don't know. I get on Twitter about Pretty sure once I tweeted every six Love months. is Dead?
0: On Valentine's Day, and I deleted it like immediately. <laughs> I was just like, I want to put this out there. Hmm, maybe not. All right. What did I tweet? I'm trying to remember if I actually did tweet. Doesn't matter that much. Not so much no. But uh, Matt, Check what it have you been up to? Uh. Oh yeah, this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I totally, uh, <laughs> I totally actually called out Rob Liefeld on Twitter. Oh. Uh, I found out. I learned that. Like, you can consider bananas radioactive. You actually are slightly radioactive when you eat a banana because mm-hmm. potassium has a decay.
1: Okay, that's true. So
0: I told, I was like, nobody tell at Rob Liefeld, Robert Liefeld that potassium, therefore bananas, is considered radioactive. He might make the banana some radioactive monster that ate too many bananas. <laughs> I added him on that. I haven't seen anything from him. Uh, and then I tweeted, uh, Pocahontas' great-great-great-grandson married Thomas Jefferson's sister. That's something you didn't know. You don't need to know, and you'll never use. But now it's in your head, and you will never forget it. What
1: was it again? I forgot.
0: I fucking hate you. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> anyway, what have I been up to? What have you? Uh, well, I had like a really busy couple of weeks where I went up to a bunch of stuff, and then all of a sudden, I wasn't up to very much this week. Um, I started Hellboy you in pace Hell. yourself. I know. I'm just. I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is, I'll like, I'll get into a rut, and I'll be like i want to watch a movie and i'll watch a movie every night for a week and like a couple episodes of a tv show during the day and i'll read some comics before bed and then i'll just go a week and not watch anything or do anything i did do some stuff i started reading hellboy in hell which is the final volume fourth and final volume of the hellboy omnibus Uh Um, very different from what i was expecting i was figuring this is this is hell. This is the biggest, grandest stage of them all. It's gonna be bigger conflicts and more dramatic revelations and
0: mm-hmm.
1: all that stuff. And it's just—it's mostly him wandering around deserted streets at night. Oh, it's—it's it's really almost melancholy and just very restrained. And I'm really loving it. Good, I, I dig think, it. I think that's what when Hellboy's at its best is when it's kind of restrained.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I dig it. Yeah. So, really enjoying that, like, halfway through or so. will let you know when I get done. Okay. Um, let's see. I did watch, uh on Valentine's Day, The Wedding Planner, which is... Love is dead, dude. Not according to this early-aughts
0: rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> watched a rom-com.
1: Yep. Well, it was Valentine's Day, and so I let Hannah pick the movie.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair.
1: I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean... I'll Who's enjoy. I'll enjoy. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lopez.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Matthew McConaughey. Does he do what? Well, I suppose he does. Yeah, he did. He did
1: some in the early aughts. Yeah. This is like 2001 or something. Oh,
0: okay. This is before his uh. Right. Yeah. All that stuff.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. No. It's. I'll. I'll enjoy any movie if it's pretty good, and this one was pretty good. It's, um. It opens with a weirdly impressive long take, just like following Jennifer Lopez around a wedding. Because mm-hmm. um, she's the titular wedding planner, mm-hmm. she plans a wedding, meets Matthew McConaughey, uh, rom com shenanigans ensue, and um, then they plan their own wedding. No, it's a pretty unplanned affair. Oh, okay. Actually, um, spoiler alert. Huh. You knew they were getting together. Come on. Did we? They're on the cover of the DVD together. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it. It does all the things that, it, that a good rom com should. It's got main characters with good chemistry and likable and entertaining side characters, and mostly not annoying dialogue or anything. So, uh-huh. yeah, perfectly serviceable, perfectly enjoyable.
0: Cool. I think that's all I've done. All right, I uh continue on the, <laughs> God, on the tour of duty of trying to finish Demon Knights. I think I read one more one more issue, and it is just. I'm gonna get it done today. Mm-hmm. My goal today is to finish that. I've done laundry. I unloaded and reloaded the dishwasher. I'm doing this because we've just we're on a streak of doing it late for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm playing uh, video games with Gage and Nick tonight. Mm-hmm. But between doing this and doing that, I'm going to finish fucking Demon Nights. And then I'm going to either read all the image comics that you lent me, and I can actually do my image – I can reattempt my image issue, or image uh, episode, or I'm going to read Christ on Infinite Earths again. And then I'm going to get back into like my pattern of uh, reading a chunk, then reading a New, uh, new T-Titans mm-hmm. volume, getting mm-hmm. back into that rhythm. Okay. Uh, next thing would be Animal Man, and then I'm going to redo uh, – I'm going to reread Green Lantern stuff, just the main stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I think I've got – I don't know something else under there, but no, I'm excited. I'm finally gonna get back into the room. I've got like my stack of to read comics. Uh, only the top of it is the animal st- the Animal Man, the stuff I haven't read, and okay. then the New Teen Titans throughout. But other stuff that I have read and I enjoy, but I haven't read in a while, so it's gonna be more fun to yeah. work my way through that. So, all right, hopefully I'll make more progress. But uh, been a hell of a fucking month, pretty much. So, yeah. Uh, Life's getting back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on the roller coaster track. It's been on that for a while. It's it's The roller coaster is coming to a, coming to a halt. It's coasting. And I'm going to go get on that train that just goes around the park for a while. And just kind of let myself yeah. <laughs> get the motion sickness out of me for a little bit. Yep. You that was pro- a pretty decent analogy right there. Good.
1: Yep. Mr. Analogy strikes again. Woo! Uh, you should probably loan me Demon Knights because we just have opposite taste in comics. So That's a good point. I'm sure I would love it. See,
0: the thing is... I. Yeah, maybe I'll let you. I'll let you see. I'll let you see. It's also it's just too many characters, and there's not much. Mm-hmm. You get weird, like half baked exposition from uh. them, which is kind of the problem I'm having. It's like it's just slow, and it's not. It doesn't keep me wrapped in.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so I've changed my mind. Maybe it's just bad. Don't do yeah. it to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't even looked at the reviews yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of glance. Glance at reviews later and see like what the world thinks because mm-hmm. it might just be skewed. Like I mentioned in the car, it might just be skewed that I've had a rough month. Yeah, and I just did not enjoy reading anything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But that's all I've been up to, to. I think. Have I done anything else? I, think I got back so. to playing some video games a little bit, which I haven't done. Oh, I played. S- uh, so I played Civ 5 for a long time. Mhm. Was never good at it. I never actually like learned how to win or how to play. Mm-hmm. I just kind of mindlessly did stuff because I like starting with nothing and then like growing my empire, like growing into more stuff. It's kind of like what I like in games. Satisfying. So I would just like do that and then I'd play for like maybe 150 rounds or turns and then I'd stop and then I'd restart. But then I actually researched how to win and I am fucking annihilating everybody. Mm-hmm. Like so So here's here's the thing with civilization. You can win in one of four ways. You can win world domination which is just like military take over everything, kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a culture win which you become so influential with your culture that everyone else basically just like follows you. Mm-hmm. Uh you can win by voting yourself the world leader with the World Congress, so a diplomatic win. Mm-hmm. I believe there's another one. I think there's a, some – no, a faith win isn't a thing. I think it's just the th- those three kinds. Okay. Um, I'm going for culture. So basically what I'm doing is you can get these things called great people. Like they will, they will be born, mm-hmm. and you can, have them, you can spend them to make great works of art. So like you'll be like, hey, a great artist was born in this city. Use them and paint like the Mona Lisa. Okay. And that and those things build tourism, which is the offensive, uh, currency basically against culture. Interesting. Which the more culture you build, the more more ability you are to generate tourism. It's kind of a
1: clever mechanic.
0: Yeah. Turning so like, culture into. A, I build yeah. all of these cities that have slots for these great works of art, great music, great uh, writings, great art stuff mm-hmm. like that. That builds my tourism. Great podcasts. Great podcasts. Alright. I, I just I think I just researched radio, so okay. I can start doing podcasts. Woot. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Except there's some pretty bizarre things in the game, so I feel like podcasts might be in there somewhere. Well, I don't know. We'll <laughs> Although find that's out. more like that's more like atomic era. That's mm. not that's less modern era because podcasts didn't exist back then. Right. They had serials, which were, you know. Um but so so what, what I've been doing is I've been researching and doing tourism and tourism and tourism and stuff like that to the point where I'm influencing two of the civilizations of the six that, or the seven that I need to influence. Uh-huh. So I'm doing pretty well. Like, I'm close to winning. I have to influence all seven. Right. But I've got influence over two of them. There's fucking Poland. <laughs> Poland has just been this asshole. I think at the beginning of the game, Poland was also going for culture. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's all computers, but they're pretty intelligent, like – Right, Intelli- uh, intelligent, intelligent, not AI, but like intelligent intelligences. Yeah, so like they'll have a strategy and they'll kind of shift their strategy based on what else they can see is happening. Okay, and once he's once Poland saw that I was like culturing and annihilating him with culture, then he like switched and he switched to world domination strategy. Oh, so what's fucking funny? So, in my research. I in my researching and like advancement. Mm-hmm. I have gotten really far, a lot farther than everybody else just from the way that my stuff has happened. Mm-hmm. Um and so Poland dec- decided to declare war on I believe it was Spain. And I was just like, "Fucking dude, no. Like I'm friends with Spain. I have a lot of trade routes with Spain." don't fucking declare war on Spain. So I tried, you trade with people, like other Mm -hmm. players, and one of the trade options is make peace with or declare war on. Mm -hmm. So I tried make peace with, and I was like, and I hit the button, I was like, what will make this work? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, you are a fucking (laughs) twat. God damn it, Casimir III. (laughs) So, like, I was just like, all right. Well, I guess I got to put you down. And I looked over to see what his army was, because I had some... People over there, so the fog of war was cleared. I could see his army. Mm-hmm. He had like trebuchets and like cavalry and like uh-huh. knights and stuff. So I went over with my bombers <laughs> because <laughs> I, I was, well. <laughs> because I was, oh, I haven't, I actually did that. I just, all of my bombers had just spawned when I played last and uh-huh. stopped. So I haven't actually attacked yet. But just imagine this for a second you're in this army and you're like ha ha swords and we have trebuchets <laughs> and they're like hey careful of that uh careful of the fucking Shosh- uh, shoshone tribe over there like mm-hmm. careful of them and they're like what the guys that fucking listen to music and just look at paintings all day <laughs> what are those things oh god <laughs> they just see airplanes <laughs> imagine that Yeah. this fucking culture that everyone's just like oh hey you've got some cool art mm-hmm. and i'm just like Hey, don't, don't declare war. And they're like, no, fuck you. I'll do what I want. I'm like, send the fucking airplanes. And I just (laughs) send a fleet of bombers. Like, it's like the speak softly and carry a big stick tactic. Like I am just kind of chilling here going, Hey, you like blue jeans. I got your blue jeans. You like jazz. Get you a B movie reference in there. There It's like, I got jazz. You want to declare war? I got a fucking military. (laughs) Like, I could easily, I am so much further in my research than the rest of the civilizations, I could easily switch to world domination and just annihilate everybody. Mm -hmm. Because I am, I think, about, like, 30 turns away from having nukes. (laughs) Just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, it's great. Oh, boy. I just love just that image of... This civilization that's just culture and tourism. And they're like, ah, they're just, they're just a tourist trap. What the fuck is that metal bird that's pooping out b- explosives? <laughs> <laughs> so
1: anyway.
0: that's what I've been up to.
1: That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of fun. I think you would enjoy Civ. I might. We talked about that. Yeah. You can get steam and you can win. Right. So that's what I've been up to. Okay. So. So. I want to talk about a thing. We both want to talk about a thing. Oh news, god damn it. Alright, news first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh episode nine is wrapped. Oh yeah. So presumably they'll do some reshoots and there'll be a whole bunch of Oh no, they're doing reshoots pieces in all the news sources. Oh yeah. Always do reshoots, so
0: Oh only terrible movies do ten percent or do ten percent reshoots. Uh ah, it's like fucking what? No good movies have done like 60% reshoots yeah <laughs> fuck reshoots is not an, indi- it's an integral ind- part of the process yeah it's not an <laughs> indicator as to how the movie's going to be
1: yeah um still exciting uh i would guess we're probably going to get our first teaser reasonably soon mm-hmm. i think for force awakens and last jedi we got sort of that first like minute and a half teaser in march
0: mm-hmm. like mid-march yeah um what do you think is going to be in a teaser like what what, um, what do you imagine the teasers going to be? Well, for both of
1: those, there was kind of just some sort of vague stuff to sort of kind of set the tone for what it was going to be, and maybe one or two hype shots. Yeah, like the Millennium Falcon doing the yeah. flicky do in the desert, or
0: so. There's going to be this is I'm going to say three things, and we should make this a competition. Actually, okay, I'm going to say three things, and then you say three things. Or we can both say three things. Well, we both will say things. We okay. Fuck, we'll we'll figure this out as we go. Three things, and we'll see how many of them get in a teaser. Okay. We'll have them. On, we'll have them online. We can like write them down later. One, it's going to be establishing shot of a new of a new planet. Yep. I think they're going to go jungle because we haven't seen and we've cause, seen jungle
1: because they did it in episode six. So yes. And we know that JJ's is probably just going to rip. Well, out yeah, that.
0: but like also we've seen desert, snow. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, albeit that, that follows the pattern of the original trilogy, but mm-hmm. I think jungle or – no, it's going to be jungle. It's going to be an establishing shot of a jungle and okay. new animals kind of thing. Okay. There is going to be uh, her and Ben screaming at each other. Okay. In like in some sort of, like, probably light – like, well, that over-the-cross lightsaber, mm-hmm. uh, like, seeing the face between the cross lightsaber shot, mm-hmm. that kind of thing probably. Um, And I think we're going to see – or, and or, I think we're going to see Ray activate a new lightsaber of a different color. Okay. That one's a, that's a risky one. That is a risky one. But I think it's going to be, like, like the last shot. If not, I think it should be one point if it's in the teaser, and then half point if it's in the trailer. Okay. So, I think, if anything, it'll be at the end of the trailer, mm-hmm. where it's just her activate, it's the same kind of, like, rough as Kylo's, but mm-hmm. it's like orange or yellow or something mm-hmm. or maybe white if yeah. it's white i will cream myself because <laughs> i have been fucking advocating for a white or gray knight mm-hmm. since episode seven <laughs> mm-hmm. so but i think those are the three things that i think are three three things that i think are possible for being in there
1: okay uh lando glory shot
0: oh yes that's right fuck i forgot bill ad williams is in it yeah yeah uh,
1: he's apparently gonna have a minor role but i'm guessing like
0: bullshit I don't buy it. I don't Trying know. Trying to recover. I feel like Disney and Lucasfilms is going to try to recover their loyalty fan base. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that lost their shit. So they're going to be like, all right, a little bit bigger role for Billy Dee Williams. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Let's see. What else? That was an aggressive bullshit. <laughs> like, that was. <laughs> uh. Oh, come on, Matt. I came up with my three on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. Mm, something space battley. Oh, that's
0: true. We don't have... We had a bit.
1: We got, like, one clip in the first Last Jedi teaser. Well, I'm saying, like, just in the
0: trilogy in general. We haven't gotten that much. Yeah, We've gotten a little bit at the beginning of Last Jedi, but right. not anywhere close to Return of the Jedi level. Yeah. Like where it's just half the fucking movie.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm guessing we'll get mm-hmm. something something to that effect.
0: A new wing. A new letter wing. Yeah. Probably some, some new some, ship.
1: Some some new ship that'll be like X Wing and then pan to something else. Yeah. Um Let's see. And I wanna say Luke Fork Force Ghost, but I'm guessing they're gonna save that for the movie. Um No, I'll, I'll say it. You had a risky one. I'll say a risky yeah. one. Luke Forka. Okay. Fork. fork. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Your task now, since you're the Instagram one, is to go interpret what a Fork Ghost is and put it on Instagram. Go home and just make, like, arts and crafts a Fork Ghost and put it on Instagram.
1: <laughs> okay. I've got some plans already. <laughs> fork okay. a Ghost. So you've got right. so uh, Lando Glory Shot, space something battle. space battle with a new spaceship of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, could even be a, like a, a new TIE Fighter or something. Yeah, Just some new spaceship. Some and Luke. Luke Fork
0: Ghost. Luke Fork Ghost. Fuck. I, I fucked up the <laughs> fuck up and brought it back to normal. Damn it. Uh, it's like saying – it's like being drunk and trying to say, I swear to drunk I'm not God, but mm-hmm. fucking it up and saying, I swear to God I'm not drunk. Wait! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I've got the Jungle – the mm-hmm. uh, yelling at each other, yelling at each other, which is going to be the hype, like, oh, hey, they're battling. And then yep. the uh, new lightsaber, Okay. which I think the new lightsaber and the yell- them yelling at each other is kind of contradictory. Mm-hmm. Like one, we I don't think we're going to get the, the them yelling at each other until we get the new lightsaber shot.
1: We could get an early fight between them, though, in the movie that ends up with Ray's lightsaber being destroyed. And then well, they and
0: destroyed her lightsaber. Oh, that's true. That's the that's the point. Right, it's like they're going to have to show something mm-hmm. where she has a new lightsaber. Yeah, which is kind of. My pastor is calling me. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'll just put this in here just to cover the base. If you can't edit out, I just got a phone call in the middle of that. So I and we have no idea where that where my sentence was going. So yep the end of that thought happened (laughs) matt what's next
1: (laughs) uh james bond 25 is getting a rewrite from the guy who wrote born ultimatum okay um don't remember the writer's name but ultimatum wasn't bad ultimatum's good i mean i don't remember it all the borns except the legacy last yeah legacy was fine actually oh yeah um Uh, i think the most recent one wasn't good but i haven't seen it yet
0: wasn't like supremacy oh no the new just born Just
1: born yeah. yeah born um,
0: more like bored ah
1: nah. yeah it also got pushed it's also been pushed back two months to april 2020 oh. from february which okay. i don't know that doesn't i guess mean very two, much. Mi-
0: two months means two months is a lot of time yeah it sure is so much time Yep. bet you can get a whole lot done when you've got a fucking year and a half to do it <laughs> oh no just a year okay yeah if we're at the they, if we're at the year away start, from Mark... They need to
1: start shooting that pretty soon. Yeah.
0: So if we're at, and they just got a writer. Yeah. Two months can make a difference. Yeah. And it's... Okay. I feel bad for shitting on them now. I don't feel bad. It's not like they'll ever hear this, and it's not like they have that fragile of an ego that yeah. some stupid 23-year-old... <laughs> They're a 50-year-old <laughs> franchise with 25
1: <laughs> entries and more bigger blo- global block... Bigger global box office total than pretty much any franchise ever.
0: Yeah, but my one 23 year old in Norman, Oklahoma, could just ruin all that. Yep. With his stupid words. You're not 23 yet. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm pretty much acting like I'm 20. 20- I'm 23 in less than a week. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, yep. Uh, also, see. you're 23, so it's true. Yeah,
1: but I I care very much about their feelings, and I wouldn't I wouldn't want to disrespect them like that.
0: Alright. No, it's not
1: true, you're stupid. How dare you push back a movie?
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> I fucking told him. You just push it Whoa, up. I, made I that, wanna see it. I made that symbol ring.
1: I heard that, yeah. <laughs> uh All right, what's let's next? see, what else has happened? Um oh, the Academy was like, We're gonna give away some of the Oscars during the, the ads instead of on the actual show and then oh. everyone was like, No, don't do that and then they're like, Okay, never mind, we're not gonna do that. Oh, Because the Oscars are a mess this year. (laughs) Remember when they were gonna do like a Best Popular Movie Oscar? Oh, is that gone now? Oh yeah, that was gone pretty quick. (laughs) They're
0: just—they don't know what they want. They—they
1: don't have a host.
0: Oh, shit, you're right.
1: Yeah, because they had Kevin Hart, and then that's, he said some bad stuff a few years ago the, on Twitter.
0: That's <laughs> what the uh, Aubrey Plaza ad is about. Oh. She, have you seen that? No. So she's hosting the Film Spirit Film Independent Spirit Awards. Okay. Um, the Have you seen the John Mulaney-Nick Kroll hostings? No. They are fucking hilarious. I know
1: you've told me to watch it before.
0: Yeah, I'm going to force you to watch it eventually. I'll get yep. you there. But she was like, hey! I'm Aubrey Plaza, and I'm hosting the Film and Independent Spirit Awards. You know, the award show with a host. Me, the host. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Uh. Shitting all over. Oh my god, the Oscars is going to be a disaster. Oscars is in like a few weeks, isn't it? Late Or early March? It's
1: like early to mid-March, usually.
0: Yeah, so we got... (laughs) fucking <laughs> few weeks mm. wow we'll have, to, we'll
1: have to do our little prediction game at some point yeah. oh
0: crap well it's a good thing we don't have anything coming out next week yeah that breaks the pattern of like the rest of this going up to june yep i just made our new or i just updated our uh, episode chart which includes like movies coming out mm-hmm. after each episode for like the week mm-hmm. it's like every single week has a big movie coming out it's a big year for movies this is absurd <laughs> Speaking of big year for
1: movies, we got our first teaser for Frozen 2. Oh, god damn it. Did you see it?
0: Yes. It's Stupid. weirdly intense. It's so <laughs> dumb. It just doesn't. It, I feel like it doesn't make sense.
1: I bet it does within the context of the movie, but boy, are they playing their cards close to the chest. <laughs> this is just like. We don't see anything. Just some imagery and our main characters doing unexplained things. Yeah. It felt. <laughs> it felt weirdly like one of those first star wars teasers where it's just supposed to get you really hyped if you're a fan but not give away anything
0: yeah so but i'm not hyped i don't how th- yeah. many because this isn't pixar this is straight straight disney right how many straight disney sequels are actually good like disney princess quote-unquote sequels um, none because there's, like, a Pocahontas 2, a Mulan 2, a Cinderella yeah. 2, a then, Snow White 2. Those fairness, are all shit.
1: In fairness, those were all, like, direct-to-video, direct-to-DVD. Uh, that's fair. This is this is the first time they're putting in a bunch of money.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like it doesn't need – because it was based on – the thing with all these Disney movies is they're all based on folklore. Mm-hmm. Like, these stories that have happened, Frozen was not any different. It was based on the, what, the the Winter Queen? Something like that. Something like that, the White Queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. That So the, you did it. Mm-hmm. Now you're out of like material for that, right? So now you're running a risk of doing some stupid, unoriginal shit.
1: Yeah, I mean it's possible that there's some other folklore that they can draw on that has yeah. enough similar elements that they can put something together. Yeah, and it's it's Disney. They got they got a creative people coming out the ears. They'll, I, I think they'll figure something. I think out. Like creative
0: people doesn't equal good movies. No, <laughs> it, it
1: does not necessarily at all. But Disney is very good at putting themselves in the best possible position I am just... to succeed.
0: Adam, adamantly cautious about sequels to a movie that was not intended to have a sequel. Right. Like, I'm, except, except a movie that, like, it's something where it's a creator. Like, you put a name to it. For example, like, for, for Frozen, it's Disney Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But for things like Get Out and A Quiet Place, that's the creator who has control of the sequel. Right. And who will resp- – it's not even a sequel for Get Out. It's no, just – You have the next movie, next movie. And you have a respect for that creator. Mm-hmm. I trust that go- John Krasinski is going to make a ne- another movie because he's going to work um, – make another good
1: movie.
0: Mm-hmm. So I trust he's going to make <laughs> another movie. Oh, fucking shit. He's going
1: to retire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, like, just saying, oh, Disney's going to make this. Like, Disney has some has some flaws. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just – I don't know. I'm I very also, cautious about this. I got to thinking – I think there's an entirely realistic possibility that Disney could have $5 billion movies this year. Oh. Between Avengers, Star Wars, Frozen, Lion King, and Toy Story.
0: Mm. <laughs> that Lion King's happening. Yeah. Just that. That's a wacky fucking year, dude. Yep. <laughs> there's so much that's just all trying to cash in on what already exists
1: yep well i think that bubble will burst eventually but i Hopefully. don't know if it's gonna be yet
0: i'm ready for some original content speaking of original
1: content uh did you see happen to see the trailer for what is it called love death and robots
0: no what
1: <laughs> it's a that sounds
0: like a zack snyder movie <laughs>
1: it's not it's a
0: netflix, sounds like a rob Liefeld comic
1: <laughs> no it's a netflix animated anthology series that i think is sort of sci-fi horror in direction. Uh, with Tim Miller of Deadpool fame mm-hmm. directing and David Fincher of just everything great. Who was the
0: Deadpool director supposed to – what was he doing uh, he just left? He's doing – I think
1: he's still doing Terminator 6.
0: No, there's another one. There was a mm. project that he was on that a Deadpool writer or creator or something was on but just left, and it's like suddenly really sketchy looking for it.
1: It happened like 3 days ago. I know. I saw that. I'm forgetting what it was. We'll figure, it, feels we'll, like it, was huh? it feels like it was a DC movie. Huh? Feels like it was a DC movie.
0: Something went wrong. Can't remember who it is. Most likely DC. Probably DC. Yeah. I think it might have been the Flash. God, that would be such a <laughs> such like such in the vein of the Flash if that's what it is. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no. So, um the yeah. thing you were talking about
1: it, I, yeah, I mean it's it's basically just little half second clips of stuff, and it looks weird and all over the place, and really, I'm um, exciting and original. Okay. So it's a Netflix series that's coming out in mid March, I think. Um, so yeah, that's I I like David Fincher quite a bit. I like what I've seen of Tim Miller. Uh, I like the concept. I generally like it when Netflix throws money at stuff. It doesn't work out all the time, but
0: kind of a Blumhouse. Uh, style. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Deadpool Rider went for Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay.
1: Yeah. The only franchise that's even worse off than DC. (laughs) (laughs) Yes!
0: We're gonna slowly work our way up by just having other franchises be worse than us. Well,
1: except Transformers just passed you with Bumblebee. Shit!
0: Oh, yeah! That's another news that came out. Bumblebee is an official reboot of the Transformers. They confirmed that it's an actual reboot. Yeah, so
1: they're gonna do more. Gah. Which...
0: Continuing to just cash in on what already exists. Yep. Original. God, I've been saying this a lot lately. Be original or stick to the uh, source material. Mm -hmm. Of course, this one's more of just, like, please just be original. Yeah. Like, (laughs) can I? Other news. Doom Patrol came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you see it? No. I'm not gonna. (laughs) I, n- I just don't want just, to. Just the cyborg thing just pisses me off. Okay. Just Warner Brothers. I'm, dress- I'm addressing you directly right now. Warner Brothers. How long have you owned DC? A while. About 40 to 50 years. Back when, back before they actually considered them Warner Brothers, before they even became Warner Brothers television. Oh, wow. Uh, They bought. DC com they bought National Allied in like 1969 i okay. want to say and then there was like and then they became like Warner Television in 19 like 73 or something right. so like 40 50 years mm-hmm. how do you not know your own content how do you just say hey Doom Patrol and Cyborg is now in the Doom Patrol Cyborg has never been in the Doom Patrol Cyborg was created in 19 uh, – let's try this again. In 1983, 82, and was part of the Teen Titans, and then you know where he went from the Teen Titans? To the Titans. You know where he went from the Titans? The Justice League, and that's where he is now. He okay. was never part of the Doom Patrol, and it's just baffling how they can get so wrong with this.
1: I, I'm sure that they know that he has never been in the Doom Patrol. I think they just wanted a character that actually had some name recognition.
0: <sighs> then be original. Like I am not completely opposed to them making a new superhero team that's mm-hmm. like a mix mash of like I've actually like ad like I've actually pitched that idea for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Do a uh, a series of anthology each a hero you find out which ones were the best ones just kind of from cuz you can get data from the world yep. it's not that hard yeah. and then make a movie of a new team that just kind of goes like are we like the justice league and like someone goes no the justice league it fucking exists
1: mm-hmm. we're like we're the just us league
0: uh or, like, you can do what DC does all the time where they just do Justice League, insert word. Right. Justice League United, Justice League International, Justice League Dark, Justice League. Like, they have all of these. It's not that fucking hard. Yep. Just put a word. Do, like, the Teen Justice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a thing. It sounds stupid as fuck, and it's totally copying off Teen Titans and Young Justice, mm-hmm. but, like, it's a thing. Right. Or, say, like, the Weirdos. You have the Outsiders and the Outcasts and the Outlaws. Do, mm-hmm. like, another Out. Justice League Outlaws. There you go. There's a new thing. Do that. Go. Yep. Like if you're going to make a team that's a bunch of like interesting people, but you need someone with a new with a name recognition, make a new fucking team yeah. like you do every three years in the comics.
1: I think they also wanted the name recognition for the more hardcore comic fans of the Doom Patrol.
0: Well, then the name recognition should have been in like who's on the team then.
1: Mm-hmm. It, they're trying to get they're trying to get the best of both worlds. They're trying uh. to get they're trying to get something that'll get the hardcore comic fanboys excited, and then they're trying to get. At least one recognizable name so that people realize this is part of DC.
0: God, it's just. It's on the DC unit What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Literally, the only people that are going to see it are the ones that are, like, paying to be on the D- DC Universe, which right. I'm very close to canceling my subscription to. hmm Like, if not for just the obscene amount of comics that are on there available for me, mm-hmm. I would have already canceled. Yeah. yeah. It's- the biggest part of that is because they just immediately put teen uh titans on netflix yeah so like why would i spend extra money to see something that i could just wait exactly. and put myself through in one day and just have one miserable day then mm-hmm. then <laughs> <than laughs> weekly miserable days yeah <clears throat> so yeah that's uh that's my bitch about things that have happened in the dc lately Well, maybe Swamp Thing will be good. No! So that's the thing. I was talking to Andrew about this. (laughs) There's something to be said about a host of TV shows. Mm -hmm. If the biggest hype is for shows that we have seen nothing of yet. Mm -hmm. Because every time I saw something, I was just like, oh no. Like, I lose my hype every time they show something. Mm -hmm. So, like, if the fact that what we're most hyped for is not what's already out and not what we've already seen, it's what we haven't seen anything for, mm-hmm. that shows the quality of what's going out. That's fair. <sighs> we'll see. Yep. We'll fucking see. We'll see when this Harley Quinn thing comes out. We'll see when... Yeah, Doom Patrol wasn't even, gonna, like, gonna happen. They announced all the other things first, and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. we are like, oh, we should probably do this also. Yeah, So, we'll fucking see. Yeah. God, DC is a mess. A little bit. Even the comics are kind of a mess right now. It's really hard to keep track of what's going on, because the Justice League split into, like, three different teams for a little bit. Oh. And, like, put members of, like, they had Starro on one of the Justice Leagues, <laughs> and it was just like, the fuck is going on? Like, uh. just, you know who Starro is?
1: He was the first Justice League villain.
0: There you go. Proud of you,
1: boy. Yeah, he's a telepathic starfish alien man or something.
0: Yeah, mine, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're not, we're not wrong. <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, so, ugh. All right, let's move on. All right. Any news? Any other news? No, I don't think so. All right, let's talk about this movie that's coming out. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I fucked that up already. You've already
1: ruined the. Let's talk
0: about this thing that has dragons. I I should have thought about how I was going to. So we're talking about Gore today.
1: Gore was the presidential candidate for the Democratic Party in the 2000 presidential election. He lost.
0: Cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, shall we? Uh, <laughs> we shall. <so.
1: laughs> All
0: right. So, kind of following the trend of the episode. Of, oh, it was last week. We didn't mm-hmm. get last week's mm-hmm. out on, or out out in general. Yep. Yeah. Uh, following last week's trend of love scenes. Is that a trend? Things that make people uncomfortable. There we go.
1: Sex and violence always go together, so.
0: Yes. Uh, so, this week, we are doing really like. B- absurdly violent scenes and stuff not just like your
1: marvel or dc punch 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 but more like your game of thrones level yeah here's some entrails
0: yeah that kind of stuff so uh i was gonna make a joke about how like we're gonna use we're gonna kind of base our episode in game of thrones Mm -hmm. and uh make a joke that how to train your dragon three is coming out this week there's probably a joke in There's there. There's definitely be made. a joke in there somewhere. There's right. multiple jokes in there somewhere. <laughs> but like, I thought of like the connection and then did not go further. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, in fairness, the listeners probably wouldn't remember any specific joke, so we can just tell them that there is a funny joke in there somewhere, and they'll remember that we made a funny joke.
0: Well, yeah, it. funny joke about dragons and gore and How to Train Your Dragon being super gory, and mm-hmm. kids shouldn't watch it, and then you should have your kids watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yep, because that's the one with loving dragons and their and their owner right
1: yep exactly
0: and the dragons and then a white dragon right being cool is right. he white i don't think he's white one he's of his blue eyes white. is he white now well i mean white but not like the color white oh spoilers no. for game of thrones by the way <laughs> oh damn <laughs>
1: yeah no in, in the books it's like one's green one white's one's white one's black
0: oh so the yellow one didn't one of them's kind of yellow
1: I mean, yeah, it's like an off-white when you see it on screen. Yeah. But it's supposed to be white.
0: Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, we're talking about gore. Matt, mm-hmm. what What direction did you want to take this?
1: I don't know. I didn't actually have notes. This is just my news and what you've been up to. I didn't even bother to write a What's news card. What's your favorite gory
0: moment in Game of Thrones?
1: <laughs> That's always a good place to start. Just give us another excuse to talk about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so, full spoilers for Game of Thrones, because we're just going to talk about yeah. all kinds of deaths from all uh, over
0: the place. You want to... Really quickly, just talk about other movies, like, some maybe notable gory moments in other movies before we dive into that. We can
1: probably do that. I mean, we can do kind of a generalized, like, why do the movies even do the gore?
0: Yeah. Uh, One example that pops to mind when it comes to, like, super gore – it's not, like, uber, uber gory, but it's, like, for the sake of shock value, I think, is a lot of the gore mm-hmm. um, is Alien. Okay. And the scene that they did not tell the actors what was going to happen. Yeah. And to the point where one of the actors actually fainted while filming – like. I think I think that's
1: I think in after, the movie. I don't think it's in the movie, but it's after the cut. Like all the reactions yeah. though, when the yeah. the chestburster first comes out.
0: Yeah. So for people who don't know, in, in the original Alien movie when the first time I think it's the only time in that movie mm-hmm. that a baby comes out of a dude's chest, mm-hmm. uh they did not tell the other stars, I believe that Alien was gonna come out at all.
1: The so in
0: the in the script it just says the thing
1: emerges or it uh, emerges.
0: Right. And so the super just very quick-paced blood everywhere yeah. thing was completely authentic for the people in the, like, filming. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, kind of hesitantly tying it into Game of Thrones. That's one of my favorite things that people do to actors is mm-hmm. not tell them to get genuine reactions. Because mm-hmm. they did that to a character at the very end of one of the last episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where they just told a character – or told a told an actor like, "Hey, here's the script," but then the the character gets called out mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So the actor's just like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's great; it's a yeah. genuine reaction, and that's what a lot of the alien thing is. So like the gore in that is like it causes a genuine reaction of the actors and the characters themselves. Yeah, that's to kind just... of... what? Uh, go, yeah, ahead, go ahead, finish. Well, I, I mean, that's okay. pretty much the end of my thought. I was just
1: going to say that's that's kind of a good metaphor for how gore works in movies. It's yeah. something shocking and visceral that throws you into an uncomfortable and unpleasant situation. Yeah. And that's not always the case, but it especially works like that in horror movies.
0: Yeah. It's... Using gore, blood splatter, I mean, if you think about it, if you're in life mm-hmm. and you, like, look at your arm and there's suddenly blood. Mm-hmm. There's immediately a panic.
1: There's something wrong.
0: Basically, like, if you just suddenly see blood, your reaction is panic. Mm-hmm. Because something is wrong. There is something that should not be open that mm-hmm. is open somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think th- we, there's other examples I've been thinking of for, like, gore that aren't uh-huh. shock value. But right. there's definitely a shock value. Yeah. Like, when it when, in a horror movie, when you're, like, going... Oh, no, things about to kill a person. Ah, like, they can mm-hmm. show you just eat. But sometimes it'll, like, cut to a wall. Or, like, here's an example. Snape. Mm-hmm. When it just cuts to behind the window and you just see the blood splattering on the wall, uh-huh. you're like, ah! Oh, God, no! Yeah. It's also an emotional thing.
1: but And it's also a PG-13 thing in that yeah, case. Yeah, that's but... true.
0: But, um. like, th- there's the shock value to just the fact that there is things... That are in that are supposed to be inside a body that are now no longer inside a body yep. suddenly.
1: Yep, that's it's like
0: have you ever had, have you ever looked down in the shower and seen blood? No, that's a terrifying moment. I bet because like I I think for me I I had like a cut on my on like the back of my arm or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I I think it was I just got back from a scout camp or something. Okay. I cut myself on yeah. something. Like, I didn't know that. And I actually looked back, and, like, one of my shirts had blood on it. Uh-huh. And it was, it's was it been there for a while. But I was showering, and I, like, looked down at my leg, and, like, there's blood running. I'm like, the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, like, actually looked at my shower head. I'm like, is there blood coming out of my shower? Like, imagine that. I always had this thought, just to deviate really quickly. I always had this, like, nightmare thought that <laughs> I didn't know how plumbing worked mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I feel like nobody knew some people nobody don't. Nobody does. Still nobody knows how. Here's the thing. Like, when, when you're designing plumbing, like, where I work, three things you need to know. Uh, say please and thank you, shit flows downhill on paydays on Friday. Okay. That's how you design plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I always had this thought that, like, plumbing comes from the sewer. Like, I knew that the sewers were connected to the plumbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why I thought that the shower water was from the sewer – It's beyond me to this day. (laughs) But I always, like, had this thought. Sometimes there's a, like, a catch, like an air bubble or something Mm -hmm. in you. And so it'll kind of go. Like that. My brain, for some reason, thought that that was a snake that got caught in a thing. (laughs) And just, like, (laughs) like, like, grind or ground meat or ground beef kind of thing. Like, it just, like, it came through the head. Like, just, like, I uh... I don't know. It was this weird thing with me. And, like. I mean, honestly, that kind of sticks with our, like, yeah. I think of gore, of just like yeah, sudden gory. gore. It's like, oh, God, a snake just got showered on me. Snakes in a drain. <laughs> tired of these motherfucking snakes in my motherfucking drain.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway.
1: Anyway, no, yeah, to bring that all back, like, that's kind of one of the most obvious and easy uses of gore is you want something shocking and unsettling and horrifying. And Put so... blood out
0: of nowhere. Exactly. Yep
1: um that can of course get old fast oh yeah if you if you don't use it i think if you're trying to be horrifying i think you have to use it relatively realistically Mm -hmm. and you definitely can't overdo it because if you end up overdoing it it almost becomes comedic or just really entertaining a la tarantino or deadpool or something to that effect where the the point of the gore isn't to be horrifying or terrifying it's more to just be like Look at all this craziness on screen. Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Tarantino was one of the first things that popped into my head when we talked about doing this episode. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about Tarantino. Just no. getting like – anyone can just fill a water balloon with blood and throw it at somebody and be exactly. like, you got shot in the head. Like, yep. <laughs> that's pretty much what he does. Right.
1: So, But but why is it that that is such an effective thing? People are like, oh, it's just like all this over-the-top violence. I'm not entirely clear on why that means it's so great, but I kind of get
0: that. Yeah. It's... I think it, it goes along the lines. Tool, the band Tool has this song called Vicarious, mm-hmm. which is basically a commentary on how people enjoy watching really depressing news about people. Like the opening um, verse is shot by his own son. Like, Oh God. Oh God. I don't remember the lyric. Basically killed by his own son. She put poison in his tea and like kissed him goodbye. Like just mm-hmm. this gruesome reality that we like watching through the news because we live vicarious. it's called vicarious. Mm-hmm. We like to live vicariously. I love to I like to watch, watch the world die from a good safe distance. Okay. Like th- that's the main line is mm-hmm. um and I'm probably fucking up the line because I haven't listened to that song in a solid 2 weeks. So, mm-hmm. I'm getting a little off on the All words, right. but um but the, the premise of the song is that we like enjoying watching gore, like real gore. People people suffer from a distance. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a long – we've talked about this kind of recurringly through the podcast of uh, controlled risk. Mm-hmm. Same reason you go roller coaster. Same reason you eat, hot f- uh, eat less spicy food. Mm-hmm. It's because it's controlled risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that mirrors into media where it's just you watch – Something like Saving Private Ryan because you mm-hmm. enjoy, like, the opening scene is fucking visceral. Yeah. Just. I was going to go bring that up next. The guy who's holding his intestines in his body, screaming for his mom. Yeah. Guy who's looking, I think it's for his other arm. Yep. Um, it's just, like, gory. Yeah. And you're watching this and you're like, the movie does it for the sake of putting you in, like, showing you really what that was like. Mm-hmm. It's not sugarcoating it.
1: It's kind of a different kind of trying to make you horrified. Yeah. It's like, this is a horrifying real situation. Yeah. How can we get the audience to feel that?
0: Yeah. And kind of putting you in this position of I – I need to go back and watch this movie again. Mm. It's been a while. But, like, putting you in this position of uh, ringing ears and there's just shit happening. And, oh, look, there's Fred fi- looking for his fucking arm. Like yeah. – just his name is Fred in my mind forever now. <laughs> uh Just this, like is surreal, the right word? Yeah, it is. It, it's it's just vaguely surreal. Yeah, you're just like fucking what, and you enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And humans, our brains have a have, have an ability to, but our hearts don't have the ability to, like. Where was I going with this? Damn it. Uh, distinguish between the violence that is meant to make us feel and the violence that's meant to make us scared. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we watch horror movies, like slasher movies, we're like, yeah, exciting. And then we watch Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Our, the way that we work is still like, yeah, exciting when it's meant to be like, right. no, this was not a good thing. Yeah. This was a terrible day. <laughs> okay. I don't know, that's just a thought that I had. I'm I, just spitballing <laughs> it. Think, I think there is a degree of separation,
1: just to push back on you a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, Saving Private Ryan, I think, is it's definitely not just a watch this, because it's gory and bloody. It's it's a watch this, because it's so effective at putting you in that yeah. horrifying situation. Yeah. Um, but I think you're definitely onto something with like there's a fascination with violence. Yeah, like you can't look away from a car crash and
0: oh, absolutely that sort
1: of thing. And so I think I think that tying it back to the Tarantino Deadpool, they're just capitalizing on that. They're like, yeah. people are going to enjoy looking at this. Let's just go as crazy and gratuitous as we can because that's fun.
0: Yeah, I basically found that the 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 kind of the sweet spot for me. If 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 you if, if I'm watching a movie and I know it's going to be, like, Deadpool level where it's just mm-hmm. uber gory for the sake of almost being gory, mm-hmm. uh, the sweet spot for me is to the point where I go, J- Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, that – just kind of taking it back a little bit. Uh-huh. Like the street sign scene at, like, the very beginning of Deadpool 1. Oh, yeah. Where he flies up into the street sign and you just see, like, him splatter. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> like, that was – you know, being human, I was, like, entertained by that. Mm-hmm. But, like – I feel like any more than that is just like, oh, I'm not comfortable yeah. watching this. Yeah. Um, and if uh, – I had a very natural segue into Game of Thrones if we don't have anything else. Go for it. So, like, Oberon. Oh, uh, so here – spoilers for Game of Thrones from now on. Spoilers for Game of Thrones. Uh, I'll, put, you, I'll remember to
1: put it in the description. Yeah,
0: if you don't really care and because we, we might end up tying back to other things that aren't Game of Thrones mm-hmm. – uh, by all means, continue listening. But if you really care about spoilers of Game of Thrones, uh, we'll be spoiling yeah late stuff and early stuff. Yeah,
1: and I'll try to put a, I'll try to remember to put it in the description so that there's a like an end time when you can start listening again.
0: Yeah. Uh, but thanks for listening. Bye. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Oberon. Oberon. Like that is a the way that they handle that scene is like, it it works really well for me because you don't see the actual explosion. Right. But it shows you the buildup all the way up up to, mm-hmm. cuts away, you hear the sound, and your brain puts it together yeah. to the extent that your brain is comfortable seeing. Mm-hmm. And then you see the aftermath. Yeah. So, like, if you want to just imagine, like, almost, like, more realistic version of uh, uh Raiders of the Lost Ark melting face, oh, yep. where, like, you see the eyes and, like, everything all... Kind of – you see the eyes pop and you see yep. the skull flying everywhere. If you like that, then your brain does that for you. Mm-hmm. But if you just like – you're pretty much comfortable with what they've shown you and that's about the extent, then that's what your brain will do. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really good way of doing it. Okay. Um, But I think that that would get old after a while of just like always cutting away.
1: Yeah. Um, and. I mean, in fairness, that is one of just the most gratuitous deaths. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, that's the one where I get uncomfortable yeah. from Game of Thrones. The one think, that sticks out.
0: What's the... I think every everyone that goes through the crotch is uncomfortable oh, yeah. for me. Every time the hound just goes for someone's crotch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man, there's a scene that would... Really hurt you in bone tomahawk. Oh no! <laughs> oh please no! Um,
0: what other, what other, what other, other very intentionally? Go- uh, all of the Battle of the Bastards.
1: Yeah, there's Just... a lot of visceral brutality in that.
0: And the thing is, like, what I like about that one is that it, the blood gets lost in the mud. Right. Like, and they do that. Obviously, they do that intentionally. Yeah. Um, but then there's like the point where uh. Oh, what's the fucking? There's one specific s- spot where somebody it's really gory, and I can't remember what it is.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> um, not important. Obviously, if I don't just, remember, it gets gory. At some yeah, time.
0: it. Uh, and like the, I guess Battle of the Bastards really kind of it's it's very similar to the. Oh, that's what it was. Guy holding his intestines in. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it. I feel like they tried to reference. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan with yeah. that, where it's trying to put you in this surreal and visceral scene mm-hmm. that it's like, look, this is what it's fucking like. Yeah. This is what battles were actually like back then. True horror of war. Scene. Yeah, and it works, mm-hmm. because it puts you through this it's a harrowing fucking oh, yeah. episode, because it just starts off with like the panic of, of Rickon, mm-hmm. and then just suddenly Rickon dying, and you're yep. like, what we talked about this because we watched with Tiercy, she saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. Matt got to watch me not see yeah, it coming, that was and very I definitely reacted very heavily <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're immediately just caught off guard and like emotional, and then you just see John trying to take on the entire Bolton Calvary on his own. Mm-hmm. Which you're like, this isn't gonna end well. Oh, hey, things are gonna go okay. Oh, no, things aren't going okay. Yeah. Oh, dear, things aren't going great at all. Yeah. Oh, fuck
1: yeah and all that's just amplified by the way it's shot with all the the blood and the grime and the the grit and the um there's that beautiful long take right near at the beginning where it's just following john John, through the battle and there's like threats are coming at him from every direction and so you can like you can see enough that it's not claustrophobic you know what's going on but at the same time like you'll see a horse coming at him from behind and he doesn't know it's coming yeah it's just super tense
0: it's so it's just Gore is so useful yeah. in stuff like that.
1: I think going back to the Oberyn death, I just had a thought. I think one of the reasons that that one is so especially horrifying, for one thing, it's just it's Game of Thrones. They love their yeah. blood. They love their sex. Oh, absolutely. But I think part of the reason is that's a massive turning point for Tyrion, who's a character you're supposed to really care about. So how do you mm. simulate that him going from, like, yes, I'm going to get out of this, I'm going to be okay, to just – Shock and horror at the inevitability of his own fate. Yeah. You throw something really gory in because that gets a more visceral reaction than yep. just telling Tyrion's story. Also,
0: I feel like this is very under. We'll talk more about this in our Game of Thrones series when we get to this episode. Right. <clears throat> but. Elia Sand. No. What the fuck? What's her name?
1: Uh, Elia uh, uh, Martell.
0: Elia Martell. No. Sand. Yeah, Martell. Is she a Martel? Yes. Not a not a sister, his paramour. Oh, Sand. Uh, Ilaria. Sand. Ilaria Sand. Her scream mm-hmm. was a. She's a great actress to be able to pull that scream off. Yeah, I think that is like if I had to look at top like ten horror screams, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the top ones. It's a good one because it's just like. It seemed very genuine. Yeah. It's like they almost probably killed Pedro Pascal in front of her and it was yeah. just like, hey, watch this. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no fun fact he was actually CGI'd into the Kingsman 2 because they <laughs> cause the actor killed on a set of Game of Thrones. <laughs> they just said, "Yeah, we'll pay for him to be CGI'd into any movie he was contracted to be in."
0: Yeah, like the the reason the Game of Thrones is actually so expensive is because they paid a fuck ton of money to the Pascal family for just his likeness. Yeah. So they can CGI him and make this <laughs> make this facade that he's still alive, but they actually <laughs> killed him right there on set. Fucking the what, – whatever his name, like Bjorgensen or whatever, the, the actor. Mm-hmm. He's traumatized right now. Yeah. There's a reason he doesn't talk in the show after that scene. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've, we're we're on to you. We've got it. Anyway. But what else? What other – I mean, we're pretty much we, – we're at like an hour.
1: Yeah. Almost. I mean, like we talked about the hound eviscerating a few people, which is always fun.
0: What's a scene – or a movie or something where you watched gore we we can both probably come up with several but what's the one that you just look at it and you're like that is the most fucking useless gore like unnecessary like just it didn't it wasn't needed um nightmare on elm street comes to mind
1: okay because most of the effectiveness in that movie comes from the sort of dreamscape atmosphere where the rules don't apply yeah adding gore to the equation almost destroys the sense of mystery i guess mm-hmm. um and it, it it's you got two different kinds of tension competing mm-hmm. you've got sort of the rules are unclear it's a misty creepy atmosphere but then you've also got all this excessive blood and gore mm-hmm. and putting those two together it kind of feels like they're competing for attention and kind of cancel each other out a little bit
0: yeah I get that. I think I think you're on a really good track with that that like probably some of the most unnecessary gore. That was a weird
1: unnecessary. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking weird emphasis, weird emphasis. Um is in the later horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Like with Friday the 13th, it's not a perfect movie, mm-hmm. but a lot of the horror is in the just there's someone always watching and who the fuck is this dude? Mm-hmm. Or who the fuck is this because, mm-hmm. you know, in the first one, it's not Jason. Right. Um, And they don't really show that much gore. Okay. There's uh Through the Neck, which is – have you seen – I seen the, uh, There's a couple gory moments, but it's not like, hey, look, it's a guy with a machete. You're going to watch him, like, just mm-hmm. – uh, You see the ramifications of somebody di- die. Yeah. Like, some gets a hatchet in the forehead. You yeah. see that. Yeah. But it's not like just – overtly is that the word I'm looking for? Like insanely gory. It's not excessive. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like I haven't seen the later uh, – I mean I have seen the later ones in chunks mm-hmm. and I need to actually go back and watch them in in sequence all the way through mm-hmm. to actually know which which, which <laughs> clips of which ones that I've seen in what order. <laughs> right. Because um, I don't know what – like I like I said, I've seen them all on TV mm-hmm. when I was kids in AMC, mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know which ones I was watching. Yeah. Uh, It gets very gory. Mm-hmm. if i can remember right. Oh, I bet. Um and it's just like i'm looking back on it I mean i like slashers, they're fun to watch. Oh yeah, sure. Not but objectively it's unnecessary.
1: Right. Um yeah, yeah, i think that's a good point. Like there's a there is a threshold where you need a little gore to just maintain the stakes. Yeah. So something like jaws, you'll have a bloody leg floating yeah. down through the water or um Jurassic Park, you'll have a bloody arm falling from the ceiling. Yeah. Stuff like that, it's – got to show that the monster's got – it's got some real consequences that it's going to deal out. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be excessive. You, The first Halloween has almost no blood. Yeah. It's impressive how little blood it gets away with.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, they <laughs> – there's so little blood because Jamie Lee Curtis just didn't fucking stab the guy. <laughs> like, there was, like, three separate occasions where yep. she's just like, oh, he's down. It's okay. It's like, No! You finish him. Head off. (laughs) Head needs to be off. (laughs) Fucking learn.
1: (laughs) Move the head and destroy the brain. Yeah, of the dead reference.
0: (laughs) Nice. Um, ah, that's a that's a good. Uh, Yeah, that is a good. We haven't talked about zombies at all. Zombie gore. Um. Uh. I think. I think there's there's merit to a lot of gore in zombie stuff, purely because, like, the stuff that they show for for Walking Dead, for example. It's when they kill a zombie, it's a decay kind of gore, mm-hmm. which like makes sense. Like it's right. like you have an arm fall off, and there's like not blood, so like that's not really gore. It's just like when they stab him in the head, there's some blood.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, there's some there's some pretty gory zombie deaths. I'm thinking of the the one that's in the well when they're on the farm. Oh, uh, gonna... uh, yeah, that when was... like the
0: whole world was like, "Fuck," are they gonna introduce like a new kind of zombie to throw some interest in? Nope just just that one. Yep, he's just a wrinkled one that's been stuck in the water. Yep, that one was a... I mean, yeah, they definitely do have those. Yeah. Um, uh, But the human deaths are the ones that are fairly, very gory. Right. And I feel like a lot of them are relatively where they should be on the kind of gore yeah. spectrum.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is one... I, I think if we treat gore as sort of a way to put us in the emotional headspace of the, the characters... This is a really terrifying situation, so you gotta have sort of a horror stakes mm-hmm. that match that.
0: Uh, how far? Uh, let's also now say Walking Dead spoilers. I don't know how far. How far are you? Um,
1: I have started season three. Oh, uh, Lori died like two episodes before.
0: Okay, all right. So, spoilers for Walking Dead. Um. The Lori scene was a pretty good one because yeah. it was, you know, fucking childbirth, yeah, C-section level c- yeah. childbirth, blood everywhere, yeah. Um, there's gonna be, I think, The Walking Dead does get a little gory for the sake of like shock value and terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, later horror movie that's failing to sustain its narrative tension, maybe it, not entirely. Uh, so what I'm thinking of is when you meet the sanctuary. Okay. Not the sanctuary. Uh, um, wait, is it the sanctuary? No god i'm trying to think of the name of it hang on terminus okay when you meet terminus um a pretty short like a pretty all things considered pretty short chunk of the show Mm -hmm. um with terminus but like there's some like once you really get to that point that's when it becomes human be human with the exterior zombies okay around um and that's when it becomes more gory I think Terminus is probably the goriest for the sake of just hey look blood. Okay. Um once you meet Negan. Ne uh once you meet Negan, Negan all of his stuff is very like there there's some very gory moments, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Okay. Like, I don't know how much you've seen of future stuff with the show. Very little actually. So Negan's got Lucille, who's okay. a bat with barbed wire on it. Okay. I have and he s- I've seen well, Bashes people's shot. fucking skull in and it it's visceral and it makes sense. It okay. like puts you in this like it introduces you to Negan mm-hmm. by him murdering people very brutally and you're just like and like very very GDM or JDM style, okay, like just swagger and then just brutality, okay, like fucking one of the best character introductions I have ever seen. All right, <laughs> um, God, I just I'm just gonna go back and watch that scene now because yeah. it's just. You need the lights off for that scene. Lights okay. off, loud. It's just, All right. It's immersive and it's gory. Okay. Just to keep it in the topic. Right. <laughs> just so I know, do you know? Remember which episode that is? That is episode one of season six.
1: Okay. I believe.
0: You get. Oh no! It's the it's the very end of season five. Okay.
1: That makes sense. Like, is it?
0: And you don't see who he kills okay you get then it kind of redoes the scene at the beginning of the next season that's right uh negan introduction mm-hmm. is season six into season six six sixteen okay so season six and then season seven is your first okay like actually season right. with him. So speaking of
1: jeffrey dean morgan um watchman gets pretty violent yeah when like, a guy weirdly. fucking
0: obliterates yeah there's that there's uh, actually, I can't remember any other parts.
1: Let's see. There's the when the assassin tries to kill Ozymandias, and the woman's fingers get shot off, and you see it in beautiful, glorious slow motion. Oh. <laughs> should or should I say, glorious slow motion? A hey. nice. Um, yeah, multiple people just being exploded by Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the fight scenes, they're like. There's the one where uh, Night Owl and Silk Spectre, they go down into an alley just, like, looking for a fight. Oh, yeah. they're just pulping these people. Yeah. And there's, like, bones coming through skin. That's a good and, one, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, 300 is also pretty gory when you're mm-hmm. watching it. Like, I mean, it makes sense because it's the fucking Persians versus right. the goddamn 300 Spartans. Right. Um, <coughs> uh, but, you know, that kind of on here we go here's a good example of gore for the sake of gore that was unnecessary fucking batman and bvs yeah he's murdering those as cool as that scene is mm-hmm. there's several points where it's like you should not have hit that guy so hard into the wall that literally there's that big of a blood smear when he falls yeah like that is his face is his brains are bashed in yeah. level of blood yeah um what else is there
1: Zack Snyder just loves blood. I guess he does. I think and his it, goggles. I think it works in Watchmen though. Ow! What happened? Jesus!
0: First of all, there's a weird sound on my inbra- like my in like my inhale. Yep. I like pinched like this under part of my arm. Uh. Like if you like for people who are listening, if you like put your thumb in your armpit and then like give yourself about five inches up through your arm, like up on like under your arm. And then, like, you pinch that. Oh, yeah. That's a – There's some nice tender spots in there. Yeah, I just pinched that between, like, the chair or the couch arm and, my like, my fist. Well done. And that was just, like, (laughs) that breath. I want you to try to find that (laughs) 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 – And just take that sound clip. I'm going to make that my ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway. I think we've kind of, like, concluded Oh, I hadn't finished my Zack Snyder thought. Oh, sorry. Yes.
1: He likes his gratuitous score, I think, just because he fancies himself sort of a Tarantino style, mm. um, excessive. But I think it works in Three Hundred and Watchmen, yeah, because those are supposed to be more grounded, not grounded necessarily, but like you feel the stakes more.
0: It's a hyper reality as opposed to a superhero world, right?
1: Yep, that, that, that says it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Woo! Nailed it. All right, I think that was all the things I was gonna say.
0: Okay, that was a pretty fucking fun episode. That worked. Actually. That was- I, I am much more familiar with gore than than sex scenes. Yeah, this definitely went better than our Valentine's episode. It's also
1: easier to talk about gore than sex. So. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> uh, shall we?
1: We shall. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode where we talk about gory stuff and the stuff that's gory. Uh, we don't know what we're talking about next week, do we? Uh, no. Okay, so if you've got recommendations for what we should might talk about next do week,
0: the image episode, we might right? The
1: image episode. We might be retrying our image episode that. Stopped recording halfway through and we tried to do it a few weeks ago. Um, but if we don't do that, and if you got suggestions for our episode topics, we should do, hit us up on Facebook where we're Just Us Losers. You can also find us on Twitter at Just Pod and Instagram at that very same handle. What? You have a dryer sheet in your pocket? <laughs> uh, we're also at Gmail if you want to send us an extended fan theory. Like if you have some evidence that supports our fan theory that Prejo Pascal was actually killed on the set of Game of Thrones.
0: We're to pursue that theory.
1: We really do. If you've got some evidence that would help us dig into that, then you should send that to our Gmail, justiceloserspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean and nowhere else. Although, if you want it somewhere else, let us know and maybe we can figure it out somehow.
0: Maybe. I will definitely figure it out. It's took yeah. me like two minutes to figure out the Podbean
1: thing. Yeah. I imagine it's not that hard. So yeah, if you've got a preferred podcast app that you'd rather have us post our episodes on then you probably better let us know what that is. Um, Have I said all the things I'm supposed to say? I think so. I think I've said all the things I'm supposed to say. Thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. I already said one